Hallelujah. I want to um, read to us this morning from the book of Revelation. Just reading out of the, the Passion Translation this morning. Revelation chapter 1. You can keep playing if you want. Revelation chapter 1. John is on the island of Patmos, exiled for the gospel. And he has a, an encounter with the resurrected, glorified Jesus. And this is what it says in verse 12. When I turned to see the voice that was speaking to me, I saw seven golden lampstands. And walking among the lampstands, I saw someone like a son of man, wearing a full-length robe with a golden sash over his chest. His head and his hair were white like wool, white as glistening snow, and his eyes were like flames of fire. His feet were gleaming like bright metal as though they were glowing in a fire, and his voice was like the roar of many rushing waters. In his right hand he held seven stars, and out of his mouth was a sharp double-edged sword, and his face was shining like the brightness of the blinding sun. When I saw him, I fell down at his feet as good as dead. But he laid his right hand on me and I heard his reassuring voice saying, don't yield to fear. I am the beginning and I am the end. The living one. I was dead, but now look, I am alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys that unlock death and the unseen world. Now I want you to write what you've seen, what is and what will be after the things that I reveal to you. The mystery of the lampstands and the seven stars is this. The seven lampstands are the seven churches. And the seven stars in my right hand are the seven messengers of the seven churches. Amen. Um, John sees the, the glorified Jesus and the first thing that he notices is that Jesus is walking among seven golden lampstands. Now this is using, this whole chapter is full of prophetic imagery. Jesus doesn't literally have a, a sword coming out of his mouth. It's all prophetic language and prophetic imagery. But the Bible interprets the Bible. It tells us clearly what the seven lampstands are. It says the seven lampstands represent the seven churches that Jesus is about to write to. And I presume that if there were 10 churches that he was writing to, there would be 10 lampstands. If there was 20, there would be 20 lampstands. The point is this, that when Jesus looks at his church, he sees a lampstand. I wrote a book, the first book I wrote, um, Seeing the Church, and it was all about how Jesus sees his church. And Jesus sees the church in many ways, as his army, as his bride, as his body, as his family. But... The beautiful picture that we have here in Revelation 1 is that when Jesus looks at his church, he sees a golden lampstand. And so, Revive Church this morning, 
we are a lampstand. We're a lampstand in our city, in our region, in our nation, one of many. But nevertheless, when heaven looks at us this morning, we're one of God's lampstands. So let me just quickly just pull out three thoughts on the lampstand this morning. Firstly, the lampstand speaks of the presence of God. A lampstand was very familiar to to the Jewish people because it was a big part of their their religion, their faith, that in the tabernacle and in the temple, um, in the holy place, there was a lampstand. It's called the menorah. And uh, we don't have any screens or otherwise I would have shown you a picture of a, of a menorah, of a lampstand. And it was a flame that God told them, that fire, that flame must burn continually, day and night. It's what Jesus says we are as this church. Of course, it was not an electric lamp. Um, it was an oil lamp. They would pour in the oil and then they would set it alight and it would burn. And that fire, that flame represented the presence of God in the midst of his people. And that is how Jesus sees his church. A group of people anointed with the oil of his spirit that are burning bright that are shining for him in the darkness of this world. It's interesting that John has this vision of the lampstands on the island of Patmos in Revelation 1. In Revelation 4, I don't know if you've ever kind of uh, thought this or linked them together, but in Revelation 4, John is caught up into heaven. And he stands before the throne of God. And before the throne of God, there are seven lamps that are burning. And again, God tells us what the seven lamps are. This time he says that the seven lamps are the seven spirits or the sevenfold spirit of God. The seven anointings of the Holy Spirit. I want you to catch that. Seven lamps on earth, seven lamps in heaven. The seven lamps in heaven represent the Holy Spirit. The seven lamps on earth represent the church. In other words, the church is meant to be a perfect mirror of what God is doing in heaven. We are his representatives. We are his ambassadors. When God looks at the Holy Spirit and God looks at his church, there should be no difference because we are one with him. We have been baptized into him. This is what it says in 1 Corinthians 6. I love this scripture. Whoever is united with the Lord is one with him in spirit. Wow, get that. You are one in spirit with him. God looks at us and he doesn't see a bunch of 
mask-wearing, socially distant ragamuffins. He sees people that are one spirit with him. His anointing, his power, his glory, his righteousness, the same DNA, born of God, same mind of Christ, the same love shed abroad in our hearts. We are his righteousness. We are his lampstand. Just like the lampstand in heaven, we are his lampstand in Cottingham this morning. We have been baptized into the Holy Spirit and fire so that we may burn for him. As John the Baptist stood in the rivers of the River Jordan and he would take people in his arms and he would lower them. He would immerse them into the River Jordan and they would come out soaked, saturated, dripping with the ice cold waters. But he said, there is one coming after me and he will baptize you. He will immerse you in Holy Spirit fire. I think it's the book of Ezekiel that talks about a liquid river of fire that flows from the throne of God. And this morning, Jesus stands in that river of fire and he wants to take each one of us in his arms and immerse us into his spirit that we would become one with him. That every area of our lives, body, soul, spirit, will be saturated, immersed, consumed in the fiery presence of the Holy Spirit. That we will burn for Him. That we would reflect Him. That we would be filled with the very Spirit of Jesus. Filled entirely with the third person of the Godhead. The eternal flame of God burning in our hearts who's ready for some fire this morning as much as we're allowed he's the baptizer we don't need to lay hands on people this morning he's the baptizer it says in Psalm where is it Psalm 18 you Lord keep my lamp burning my God turns my darkness into light. And my prayer this morning is that God's going to set some lamps burning. And maybe you've been in 12 months of darkness, 12 months of loneliness, isolation, feeling distant from other people, from, from, from maybe even from God himself. But this morning, he's here to set you ablaze. And maybe some of us, some of you, you, you kind of feel, maybe you've enjoyed the past year in some ways. Maybe you have used this time to really draw close to God. Well, that leads me to the next point. The lamp not only speaks of the presence of God, but it speaks of our witness. Let me read the words of Jesus. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. 
Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. The flame, the light that burns within us, not meant just for us. It's meant to be put on a hill that all can see. Who knows that we live in a world that's pretty messed up, pretty broken. Even where we live, there's people struggling with you know, financial problems, with mental health problems, all kinds of, 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 of needs, problems in our nation right now. Broken people, hurting, needy people. But in the midst of it all, God has his lampstands. God has his lampstand that burns, that shines, bringing hope, bringing life, bringing healing, bringing freedom. It's time to let our light shine. One of the things that I love about the image of the lampstand, I don't know, and I do wish I could show you, but if you've never seen the menorah before, Google it when you get home. But it was not one single lamp. So important that we get this. There was the main um, kind of, the, the main part, but then it split off into seven different branches. Six in the tabernacle and seven in the temple but different branches and each branch had a little almond flower spoke of fruitfulness and then each one had a light on the top so it wasn't one single flame it was one lampstand but then seven different branches that each produced a light that each produced a flame and it's interesting that if you read in Exodus how it was constructed, it was not eight different pieces that they hammered together. It was one piece of gold that was welded and molded into all these different branches. And I think that's just a beautiful picture of the church. That we are one body. That we are one family. We're not just all off doing our own thing, but we are together. But nevertheless, each one of us is a different branch that is shooting off into our own areas of influence, into our own mission fields, burning for Jesus, shining the light of Jesus wherever we go. When I think of that one piece and then the different branches shooting off. I'm reminded Stuart McKinley, I think it was, preached at a Jubilee a few months ago. He used a great word, deployment. Uh, it's a word that, that we've kind of been thinking on and praying about and talking about a lot uh, as we met together as leaders over the past few weeks and months, that it's time for the church to get our marching boots on. It's time for the army of God to be, uh, to be deployed. And I love this idea of one lampstand that we gather together 
and the gathering is so important that we gather together and we worship together and we pray together and we encounter God together and we eat together and we fellowship together and we laugh together and we are family together but then each one of us branches off bringing the light of God bringing the fire of God I see people branching out into education people branching out into politics people branching out into business people branching out into kids ministry and youth ministry and family ministry people branching out into overseas missions people branching out with pastoral care with evangelism all of us different branches blossoming budding bearing fruit flame carrying light shining atmosphere changing but all coming out of that one lampstand which is the glorious church of Jesus Christ so how it puts it in Ephesians his body has been formed in his image and is closely joined together and constantly connected as one. Every member has been given divine gifts to contribute to the growth of all. And as these gifts operate effectively throughout the whole body, we are built up and made perfect in love. And then just before that, it says this, all our direction and ministries flow from Christ. I love that one body. But flowing out of the body, all these different ministries. God wants to baptize us in his fire. That we will be that eternal flame. And then he wants us to branch off. Being a witness for Christ. Being the light of the world. Bringing hope and healing and the goodness and the kindness and the truth of God wherever we go. Amen. Final thought is this. Back to Revelation 1. I turned to see the voice that was speaking to me. I saw seven golden lampstands. And walking among the lampstands. I saw someone like a son of man. Jesus is standing in the midst of the lampstand this morning. Now, sometimes we pray things like, you know, come Holy Spirit, come power of God. and They're, they're great charismatic prayers to pray. The truth is that we don't need to invite Jesus to come this morning. He is standing in the midst of us. I'm queuing you up for a song there, Paul. <laughs> Standing here in the midst of us, we raise you up with our prayers. I want to pray this morning that we would again be awakened to realize who it is that stands in our midst today. The one whose eyes blaze like fire is in our midst. The one whose voice is like rushing waters is in our midst. The one whose face shines like the sun is in our midst. The one who holds the stars is in our midst.
the one who is crowned with many crowns is in our midst. The King above all kings, the Lord above all lords, the name above all names is standing in our midst this morning. But not just standing. It says he walks in the midst of the lampstands. He's here to move this morning. I'm queuing you up for another song. Be still for the power of the Lord is moving in this place. You can take your pick. He comes to cleanse and heal, to minister His grace. No work too hard for Him. In faith receive from Him. Be still for the power of the Lord is moving in this place. You know, church, we've been so grateful for online church. But I don't know about you, there's nothing that can compare when Jesus walks in the midst of the lampstands. When Jesus just enters a gathering of his children. And in these few minutes we've got together, I know there's many things that we can't do but there's nothing that he can't do. He can heal someone this morning. He can fill someone with the fire of God this morning. He can speak a word of healing and wholeness over your life. He can restore your soul today so that that 12 months where you felt lonely and broken and isolated, one touch from the king and that can be gone this morning.